Revelation chapter 17. Now we shall read from verses 1 to verse 5, all right? Verses 1 to 5, reading. And there, were, there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vows, and talked with me, saying unto me, Judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been drunk with the wine of their fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color, and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having golden cup in her hand, of full of abomination and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. May God bless the reading of his word. Let us all turn to God in prayer. Our gracious, loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for safe journey to thy house. We come seeking once again the thorough cleansing and washing of all our sins in the blood of our Saviour. Father, we ask that you will be pleased to be in our midst, and may your Holy Spirit be our teacher and build convictions in our hearts, Lord, that we may truly understand the um, results of the end times and what Satan will set up, that thy people may, Lord, be not only aware, but will avoid all these um, false movements. So we do ask that you establish your church through the strengthening of your people in building convictions in each one of our hearts. Lord, we pray that none of us would um, be betrayers of your truth. We ask and pray for all this in Jesus' name. Amen. So here we are told by God, and we've read in the last few weeks, that there will be this great harlot. It's a description of, well, not physically a person, but the harlot is the embodiment of, well, taking in all sorts of fornication, all sorts of filthiness, all sorts of adulteries. And the description here is that she will be full of the filthiness of her fornication and, and names of blasphemy, all right? So it will um, be a combination of, of many things that blasphemes against God, all right? In other words, um, speaks against God, um, um, denies God, um, says false accusations about God's truth, and so on, all right? Blasphemies against God. Now, that is the description, or rather we would say the ecumenical movement very clearly describes this amalgamation of all sorts of false truths, all right? Fornication that will combine all sorts of false religions, all right? And there is false gods into one big world religion, so this is the ecumenical movement. But before I forget, quick revision, right? The four things that we mentioned that we, um, in the end times, must be very aware of. 
the four great areas in Christianity um, that we need to be um, um, aware, understand um, the, the beliefs, the teachings, and therefore come out from them, right? What are the four, right? First one, anyone, um, Cornelius, what's the first one that we studied? The Roman Catholic movement, right? The Roman Catholic Church, rather. So we saw all the blasphemies, all right? They speak against um, God's word, God's truth in terms of salvation, in terms of um, who Christ is. They elevate uh, Mary to the status of co-salvation with Christ, so they blaspheme um, God. Now, if you remember... I said there are three things that um, you, if you identify, you will know whether there are false um, religions, false churches, um, false um, movements. They will always attack three things. Do you remember? What's the first one? Um, Enoch. They will attack the Word of God. All right, very good. The Word of God. The Roman Catholic movement constantly attacked the Word of God. They add to the Word of God. They deny certain truths, right? They make up their own way of salvation. They make up their own um, practices through traditions and so on. So they attack the Word of God. Very good. What is the other W, Yenwei? So, all right, they deny the deity of Christ. In other words, they attack the person of Christ, they attack the person of Christ, deny his deity, right? Deny his deity, that he is truly um, God, um, his divinity, right? His divinity, but more accurately, his deity, right? That he is the living God. Um, and then what is the third one? They also attack the uh, 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 Edward, the word of God, the person of God, and the Not sure. Sounds like work. Michelle? The what? The work of God, all right? So always remember these three things. Whenever you, you see and identify, look, they sound Christian, they sound good, but as long as they attack the Word of God, the work of God, and the person of God, you know this is false, all right? It's a false movement. The work of God, so they attack the work of Christ, for example, his work of salvation, all right? Salvation through Christ alone. He finished the work. But they add, you should have your own good works, all right? You should um, believe in Mary also. She is co-redemptrix, right? So the work of Christ, it is finished by Christ. And today they say it's not finished, all right? You still need to keep um, re-offering Christ all the time. So that, now ecumenical movement, all right? It's the same. You will see the similar attacks, the Word of God, the work of God, and the, um, the person of Christ, the person of Christ. Now, look at your BBK books. Look at your BBK books. And last week, we saw um, the uh, page 178, right? 178 in your old book, um, 200 in your new book, 200 in your new book. Now, we saw that the ecumenical movement, right? It's a movement. Now, it's, since it is a movement, you need a body, all right? A body to push this movement forward. Now, what is that body? 
Enoch, uh, no, Grace. Grace, what is that body that will push the ecumenical movement forward? Sounds like a toilet. Do you remember? No, it's full of filthiness. Um, and a tiong. The World Council of Churches, all right? WCC, all right? So, Grace, you must remember. WCC, all right? World Council of Churches. And remember, they do not say World Council of Christian Churches. Those started by Christians, pushed, currently spearheaded by Christian churches. But their aim is not to create a, a, a unity among Christianity. Their aim is World Council of Churches. Any religion, all right? Temples, churches, that kind of idea. They want to bring it all together. And the, the body is World Council of Churches. So I showed you the website. All right. Now, this is the World Council of Churches. And in Australia, the Anglican Church, in fact, in every country, the Anglican Churches are part of this council. All right. Church of Christ in Australia. Many churches that your friends attend, they are members of World Council of Churches supporting the same cause. They may teach Christ. They may sound sound. They may say all the right things as well. But please know that they are in this cup that the great harlot holds up. They are part of it. Are you part of such a church? The uniting church in Australia, plenty of them. Many of them are all around us, near us. Now, all these are members since 1948. means since its inception, since... Satan gave this idea to promote a one-world religion of which he will be, he want to rise up as the god of this one-world religion. He moved men to start a body in 1948 called the World Council of Churches. Right? So, you want to attend a church? Um, you better check. Are they part of the, the Churches of Christ? Uniting Church, Anglican Church, Umbrella in Australia. And in other countries, you can check and enter um, um, the search as well, all right? So, now, look at your BBK books, page um, 178 or 200. Now, if you look, it's membership. All so-called Christian churches are eligible, irrespective of faith or doctrine. So, if they put aside your beliefs, now, in here, we hear the mention of in its membership are liberal modernists, neo-orthodox, and so on and so forth. Now, what are liberals and what are modernists? As a Christian, you cannot be ignorant of these terms because you pretty much can categorize Christians and churches under these categories. Are they liberals? Are they modernists? All right? Are they new evangelicals? We will study later. Because you can, well, talk with people and even think of attending a church, but it's a liberal, modernist church, and you don't even know what it is. How do you identify them? Now, what, is, what are the liberals and modernists? I want you to... Um, all right? be able to identify them. What's a modernist? What's a modernist Christian who believes in modernism? All right? Now, this term, since the 1950s, now, it was it's part of a philosopher in the first place. All right? It's part of a philosophy. Um, 
It's a thinking of, well, think outside the box, be different, challenge the norms. Uh, before you get so distracted, right? I, I turn this off first. It's a whole idea of a philosophy of, well, challenging the norms. And it, in architecture, you see the changes, modernism. So it's actually a, a cultural um, philosophy in the world. Then yeah, it moved in the 70s to the literary realm, means um, in terms of how people um, study literature, um, think of um, um, how to interpret literature work, Shakespeare and so on. <clears throat> all right, rethink how we usually approach literature, all right? So all this thinking began to change. Then it began to creep into this, this philosophy, this way of thinking, crept into the church, the crept into Christianity um, around 1990s, all right? So it's, it's quite recent in that, in that sense, but the ideas have been, well, in Christianity, creeping in and become stronger and became then kind of official. Now, what is a modernist? What is a modernist? First, science is greater than the Bible. Science comes first. Now, please remember so-called science, all right? Always know this. Be clear. God created the universe. All the laws in the universe are created by God. So you can't get more scientific than God. Please know that. But these are so-called science. So to them, whatever science cannot prove, it is well, then, then if science does not support what the Bible says, then science is correct. The Bible is incorrect. That is the thinking, all right? So understand, a modernist. Um, actually, you know, recently, the, the scientists, they discovered uh, a huge a mass or so-called black hole, all right? That is, I don't know, thousands or millions of times hotter than our sun in our solar system, hurling through space. And they, when they begin to study what is happening around it, what is being sucked into it, they suddenly realized recently that all the scientific laws that man has come to define as science, that they come to know as science, are defied. They've always stuck by a certain law that, that well, this thing, if it's at this kind of temperature, well, this will happen, that will happen, but everything is against it. What is sucks in, what is throws out, against whatever they know of science. Man's understanding and limitations are so, are so great, all right? God is way outside, beyond science. So to them, science, for example, well, then they will reject the inspiration of the Word of God. It naturally leads to that. If so they say Bible are full of legends and myths. Anything that science cannot explain is just a legend for us. It's not true. Inspired means God said it and God meant it. Well, no, 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 no. Man, man came up with this idea. Myths, just, just um, stories, all right? Some old superstition. Science is greatest. So Jesus Christ died and arose three days. There is no scientific explanation for that. Jesus Christ walked on water. No scientific explanation. So they are legends, myths. All right? Now, at the most, they will say, well, experience and reason is greater than the Bible. So the Bible says Jesus walked on water. 
Well, you will hear pastors, you will hear them preach. No, you know, it's very embarrassing, you know, to believe in a religion that says a person walked on water, rose three days later after he was dead. They say, let's, let's reason, all right, let's reason. No, the Bible is just telling us a story. Or at the most reason, Jesus Christ, he knew the waters um, in, in these places very well. He knew from young age, well, where are the rocks? under the water. So he, he moved from rock to rock that he knew about. So they used reason. No, Jesus Christ did not perform the miracle, these miracles. They reason, alright? So that's the thinking. They reject miracles, in other words. Now, if God cannot perform miracles, God is not God. Please know that. God is outside what he creates, all the laws that he's created. That is why he's God. Right? You create something, you are greater than the thing. All right? You can break the thing if you wish to. You have more laws that you hold than that thing. Now, next one. They love. Uh, love, love is the key thing. Love. It's always about love. Love to guide our decisions, not strictly the Bible. So if the Bible says, well, do not, do not um, um, walk with these people, do not combine do not support their movement. No, we must love. We must love. Yeah, the Bible says that, but come out from among them, don't touch. No, love is most important. Now, especially love to men. So that is why last week we learned the social gospel. To help the poor is not evil. But to them, to help the poor is the most important thing. We will work with any religion. It's not about letting them know about God. It's love them. Provide for them. Whether they believe in God or not, that's not so important. They will end up in hell. That is not true love. Then truth is relative. Truth is relative. Pragmatism. So when you read the Bible, the Bible says, obey this, don't do that, do this. But it's not practical. Separation is not practical. All right? So, and so on. So it's this kind of thinking. Well, the Bible contains truth, not the Bible is truth. The Bible contains truth. Meaning to say, some parts of the Bible are not truth. Some parts are, all right? Well, because science is most important, they say, well, evolution is true. Evolution is true. Evolution is a theory. Please understand that, students. It is a theory that scientists want to support, but any Genuine scientists will say, it is not science. Please know that. Because it is not something that they can prove repeatable. It is something that they just came up with. A theory, all right? Well, they brought higher criticism into reading of the Bible, interpretation of the Bible. What is higher criticism? Higher criticism is, well, in the first place, it's a literary tool. Like I say, modernism uh, was widespread in how you interpret literature. So how they interpret literature? Well, they were questioned, did Shakespeare really write this? Is this really the writer? Let's study the style of the writer, all right? Let's study all these things. So they, when God says, Moses wrote this book, all right? When Jesus Christ himself said that, they say, well, no, let's, let's, let's study the book. Well, you know, it cannot be. Instead of taking God's word, God said so. They said, let's use a critical way to analyze whether these are the true authors of the book. So today they keep challenging that. 
Well, for example, why do they challenge that? For a simple reason. They say that, you know, for example, the book of Daniel, the book of um, Jeremiah, the, the prophecies are so accurate. How is it possible that, you know, hundreds of years before that, God can name, the Bible can name the exact king that will be born and even name his name and what he will do. How can it be so precise? So they said, no, no, you see, so that is why it's not written by one author. Although God says so, but you know, later on, later on, after the event happened and after this author have died, then the person who are alive saw the event and they wrote it and they put it into this book, the Bible, all right? So they use literary thinking, reasoning, rejecting inspiration, all right? Now, and they are against fundamentally, uh, so they, they always seek to aim to reconcile science with the Bible. It's not the Bible, it's authority. If we cannot reconcile science and the Bible, they find ways, right? For example, evolution. So they believe in theistic evolution. Theistic evolution means a theistic creation. The Bible says God created. Science say, or so-called science, uh, science theory, scientific theory says that, well, um, um, evolution is what brought everything about, life about, all right? And, and, and for example, um, um, from one small element of life and you get all these things, evolution. So how, how to reconcile it? We don't want Christianity to look unscientific. So what we do is God created by using evolution. That's what they do, all right? So students, if you, even if you attend... Um, whether it's a Christian school or not, and you begin to hear these kind of ideas, you know it's a modernism school, all right? It's a modernistic um, thinking. Oh, in churches, a, modern, a modernism that supports modernism, a church that supports modernism, against fundamentalism, all right? Against fundamentalism. Now, what is fundamentalism? Now, because of all this problem, Christians have to define the fundamentals of the faith. Number one, the deity of Christ. Deity of Christ. Meaning to say, this is, that Christ is God. Christ is God. Christ is not a great prophet, uh, intelligent philosopher, uh, social activist. No, he is God. That's the first thing that they had to now establish. If you don't believe that, you are a modernist. Next one, virgin, the virgin birth. All right? How can, it's impossible, this scientific, scientifically it's impossible for a human woman, all right? to give birth to a child without any prior sexual inter intercourse. It's impossible. So they denied the virgin birth. Now they will even blaspheme. Please remember, the Bible says they, they will be, the cup is full of blasphemy. So what do modernists and liberals say? Do you know what they say? They say that actually Mary had a secret committed secret fornication, illicit affair with one of the Roman soldiers, right? So she denied it and said that, well, you know, the Holy Spirit came upon me and all that kind of thing. So they say, actually, that is the truth. Because you can't explain scientifically, right? So they say, that is the truth. Blasphemy, blasphemy. If Jesus Christ was not born of a virgin, then we have no salvation, because any human beings, any human being born by two human beings, both and all human beings are sinners, will produce the original sin. The, the child will be a sinner. So Christ was born as a virgin birth because he would be born sinless. Otherwise, we have no salvation. 
So the virgin birth is something that God brought about. He is God. God can create men from dust. You think he cannot create the virgin birth? Next one is bodily resurrection. Impossible scientifically. So they say, no, someone stole the body of Christ um, um, and, and re- put in a, a replacement person. It was a lookalike. Another one said, well, Christ only fainted. He did not die and, and so on. And they gave him some special drink to drink, all right, so that he can suffer a lot but come back to life, resuscitate and all that. They deny that. Blasphemy. Blood, blood atonement, all right, that the blood of Christ cleanses us of all sin. No, 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 no. We, you know, we don't like to say that. Why? Because at one time, Christianity was known as the bloody religion, right? Blasphemy, bloody religion. They like to use it word. Now, do you know that Christians, um, people who always say, oh, this, this uh, bloody fool and all that, I don't even like to say that word. Do you know why they, the world choose that? Uh, why, why don't you say this wet fool? Why don't this, they say uh, this, this uh, greedy fool? Because of Christianity, the blood of Christ, the Bible says, is what cleanses us from our sins. So they use all these terms to make fun of Christianity. So please don't, don't use those words without understanding. And don't never use those words. Inerrancy and infallibility of scriptures. So they say, no, the Bible has no errors. The Bible what was inerrant. Jennifer, what is inerrant? What's the difference between inerrant and infallible? Inerrant means? See? No mistakes. There are no mistakes. Infallible is cannot make mistakes. Now, later we'll see. They say, well, for example, they say higher criticism. Well, the Bible has mistakes, all right? It's, It's not that. It's something else. This place is not this place. This name is not this. These numbers. So when you begin to hear preachers or you read books, Christian books, they say, actually, you know, this part of the Bible is not correct. You know, from, from what we research and all that, it should be this. It should be that. These numbers are wrong and so on. They use higher criticism, lower criticism to say, well, the Bible has errors. The Bible can make error, right? is capable of errors, and so on, all right? So, Christian, Christians have to, have to come together and say, these are the fundamentals that you cannot deny. That's why we are called fundamentalists, all right? And they make fun of us, right? Because, well, we believe in these things, they're unscientific. So, they call fundamentalists funny mentalists, right? We have a funny idea. Blasphemous against God's truth. So, these are the fundamentals of the faith. Now, then... Then there is the other group, the liberals, all right? Um, they evolved, but very similar. Again, science is greater than the Bible. Bible is, is mainly made out of fables, stories, not to be taken literally. So when you hear, hear churches or preachers or books say, you know, this part you can't take it literally. There are parts in the Bible that God uses them as metaphors, as, um, as similes and all that, um, and, and so on. Yes, God makes it clear they are not. But when God says Christ arose from the dead, when God says that Jesus is God, you have to take it literally. But say, no, not, not literal. Rejects inspiration, similar. No absolute truth. Now, this is the thing that you must remember. There is no absolute truth. That's why they are liberal. We liberally accept every idea. How can you create a one-world religion until you, you believe there is no absolute truth? 
that God, that Jesus is the only living God and that's the absolute truth. And that, that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by through Jesus Christ. No absolute truth, you know. Remember last week, um, I showed you Billy Graham said that well, the great representative of Christianity in our age. Well, he said that, um, you know, there are other religions also have truth. Christianity is not the absolute truth. To other religions, well, they also can go to heaven as long as you believe in some God. But God says, no, it must be Jesus Christ. I don't have to be absolute. And then remember this about um, love guides all decision. It's an unloving thing to say, all right? God is love. God will save everybody. It's a falsehood, blasphemy. Bible contains the truth. Remember, he, he also mentioned, well, in other religions, they also have truth in their writings. The Bible is only one of them that contains truth. Not only us, other religions also contain truth. Right? Now, if you say truth as in certain moral principles, we don't argue with that. But when it comes to who God is, His person, His works, and His word is absolute. So, Christian, if you, over time, have developed this thinking, nothing is absolute, right? It depends on your experience. Now, it goes to the next part, your experience. Yeah, I know the Bible says that tongue speaking has ceased. But you know that, then how you explain? How do you explain? I can speak in tongues, all right? Churches, many people speak in tongues. You see, this is an experience that you cannot deny. I've shared this many times. I showed um, scriptures and I explained scriptures and the person, my colleague, actually made it very clear, another friend of mine. You know, I cannot argue a single bit with what you have explained in the Bible. I see it in my own eyes. It is true. But you know, when I was driving along the highway, I was against tongue speaking. He literally said, I was against tongue speaking all my life. Then when I was driving along the highway one day, I started to speak in tongues on the highway, in the car on my own. You see, so from this experience, it must be true. Whatever the Bible says, my experience is what I trust in. Know that the charismatic movement spawns from the liberal, modernistic thinking. Experience. Right? So, now once experience is more important than the Bible, people go to church. We are not interested in doctrines. We are not interested in theology. We are interested in, well, experiences. What do you experience? What did God say to you? Right? Dreams and vision. What, what do you dream? What will happen? So, they are very interested in those things. Once it's about doctrines and, and, the, and theology, they yawn. Um, a couple of weeks back, someone came and, through the outreach. And after that, he said, well, you know, um, um, well, I didn't expect church to be like that. He attends some churches. He said he's looking for a church. He said, I didn't expect church to be like that. I said, what do you mean? And then he said, you know, um, it's like a lecture. Your sermon is like a lecture. I said, what do you mean by a lecture? It's just like when I go to university, the, the, the lecturer talks from the text and he explained the text and he said, this is what the text say and this is what you must remember what the text say and this is how you apply the text. So what are they looking for? Experiences. I want to hear miracles. I want to hear things that are not in the Bible. Bible I can read for myself. Any extra experiences? Uh, that is not like a lecture. 
So anything that is following a text, anything is keeping close to the text, and that text is true, it's just a lecture, right? So, well, they find that experience is what they're looking for, not truth. Now, universalism means all can be saved. You saw what Billy Graham said. All can be saved. You just, as long as you have a notion, an idea that there is a God, you can be saved and you will find yourself in heaven. That is how much God loves you. No, you will end up in hell. All right? God loves you. God wants you to know the truth. Universalism. Now, love of fellow men greater than other truths. Love towards mankind, the social gospel. Now you understand why the social gospel is so powerful because of the modernist liberal movement. They focus on the social gospel because that is their belief. Don't talk about only Jesus can save. Just talk about how we can help them. Right? The most important thing, love towards human beings. What's, what is the goal of telling them Jesus Christ can save when they don't have food now, when they are sick and they don't have hospital now? Well, true. Well, we can do those things, but not at the expense. So for them, they ignore, they ignore the truths of the Word of God. And they, at the, at the expense of all this truth, they just focus on love towards fellow men. All right? So that is the problem. We're not saying that having love for fellow men is wrong. Please understand that. So as a result, social gospel is emphasized. So you understand why. Virgin birth is, a, is, is false. It's a myth. All right? Because of um, the way they think. We reject bodily resurrection. We mentioned that. That is why they must come up with the fundamentals of the faith. Jesus is a moral teacher, not God. They deny the deity of Christ. Now here, the Bible says, well, experience, right? Experience. If there were any false prophets also among the people, even at warning, even as there shall be false teachers among you, there will be. So don't think that it's just as long as it's Christian church. Say Christian things then it is, it is sound. Are they modernists? Are they liberals? Now, sometimes when I use some Bible, I do some research, right? or sometimes when I want to cut and paste Bible verses, it's faster to just go to a Bible website and cut and paste. Right? Sometimes there's a problem, I cut the wrong one, right? to cut and paste. Um, and you go to certain sites, you know, to, to you check for one verse. I counted yesterday. They can give you as many as 20 different versions, 20 different Bibles, 20 different ones, all right? They attack the Word of God. There are many false teachers out there, all right? There will be many false teachers who privately bring shall bring damnable heresies. Many of these verses, they contradict each other, even denying the Lord that brought them. Verses that would prove the deity of Christ, that Jesus is God. You check those verses, it's missing. It's not in other versions. Well, they also believe that hell is not real. So the liberals, they say there is no such thing as hell. Hell, in, described in the Bible again and again, is just one way of God telling you some story to, to make you fearful and so that you will do what is good to avoid something fearful. It's not a real place. There are Christians who really don't believe there is hell. In fact, when you teach their children about hell, they get very angry at you, all right? Bible authors are not them. Example, Daniel. Daniel has two authors, not just one. It's so accurate. Someone else later on wrote and added to Daniel, all right? And so on. Because science, scientifically, it's impossible to, be, to, to, to prophesy those things. Now, so these are liberals and modernists, for example, all right? 
Now, then come back to your BBK books. Now you understand why the ecumenical movement has these distinctive features. Now you understand why. Because the council is made up of these churches. Now, look at their distinctives, page 178. So we see the membership contains these people. Now, therefore, their aim, their aim is to bring visible union of all churches by human means, not through doctrines. Unity, as long as we have unity, as long as we all belong to one big council of church, it's, let's ignore doctrines. Human efforts, social organizing, um, and so on, all right? Um, dialogue, number 2B, to propagate unscriptural social gospel. Transformation of society by man's effort. Jesus did not preach the social gospel. Please understand. He did not call for the change of government. He did not do that. He focused on sin. He focused on repentance. He focused on salvation. He focused on after salvation, live for the glory of God. Christ's focus was on that, not transforming society. All right? That will come in the millennium, but not now. Right, next one, next page. The final result, a one-world religion with a super-religious authority, all right, the Antichrist. This is the harlot mentioned in Revelation 17 and 18. The Lord will destroy it at his coming. We read. Attitude of, what is their attitude towards the Bible? What is the ecumenical movement's attitude towards the Bible? Why, are, why do people support many versions of the Bible? Because the version, the reason why there are many versions, because they believe that the, you can never know the perfect word of God. So we have to have all these versions. I have to give you 20 verses because we don't know which, which version is correct. Blasphemy. All right? So their attitude towards the Bible, the Bible contains God's word as well as man's writings. No, it's not inspired. Every single word is not inspired. Some are inspired, some are stories told by men. That is why there can be errors. They're limited in errancy and infallibility. Limited, that's all. So you better have many versions. You better have like 20 in front of you. Otherwise, you, don't, you lose out. Now, next one. The Bible is not the exclusive revelation of God's word. So they attack the word of God. Remember that. The sacred writings and other religions also contain light and truth. What Billy Graham said is basically the ecumenical thought. Other religions contains truth. Now, we are referring to this as truth that will bring you to heaven. They also have it. The miracles of the Bible are not necessarily accurate. Dominant view is myth and legends. Because they contain, they are liberals and modernists, so it's normal. The works of God is attacked. The works of God. Creation account in Genesis 1 and 2 is false. So they believe in theistic evolution. I mentioned that already. God employed evolution to create this universe. We studied this in great detail in the earlier BBK. How we prove that this is a literal 24-hour day, each day. All right? We studied that from the language. Billions of years old. Now, always remember this. Theistic evolution means there is no Garden of Eden. Please remember that. That is why there are Bible colleges that teach that well, all these are just myths, legends, Thoughts of men that are written in there. It contains truth and man's writings. Once it's through evolution, then there is no Garden of Eden. When there's no Garden of Eden, then they can support the notion that, well, then there is no fall. Then there is no such thing as sin. 
then there is no such thing as a need for a God, Jesus Christ, to come and die for your sin. It's just a philosophy of being good. Do you understand when we reject evolution, uh, creation, and accept theistic evolution, this is what you will believe in. And this is what Christianity, many segments of Christianity believe in. Right? Lecturers in university um, um, will teach all this. This part is not literal. Now, next one. They don't believe in a global catastrophe because global flood, global flood disproves a young earth, uh, disproves an old earth. They believe the earth is billions of years old. Global flood scientifically disproves a billion years old earth. The Bible is correct. It's just thousands of years. All right? And, and so on. So please know that the Bible here clearly says that the world then was, was overflowed with water. The world not a local flood. Then the message, Jesus Christ is just one of the ways to heaven. We saw that already. Well, Jews, Buddha, Chinese, uh, the, Buddha is the way for Chinese, Muhammad is the way for Muslims, Jesus Christ appears in different forms. So you hear people say, well, when you go to heaven, you realize that Buddha was Jesus Christ. Muhammad was Jesus Christ. Blasphemy. Please understand that. There is no salvation. We are not being unloving and critical, but there is only one truth. Absolute truth. All right? So man is victim of circumstances. So social gospel, social gospel. Victims must be helped. No, they need salvation. All right? Death is no, not the result of sin. There is no original sin because there is no Garden of Eden. Right? Man can bring about the kingdom of God through social reform. That is why they keep pushing for social reform. All right? So... Now, ultimately, let's read 2 Corinthians 6, 17 to 18 together reading. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and you will be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. That is why BPCWA is not part of any of these councils. If you are part of a church, you better check. If you want to go to a church, you better check. Let us turn to God in prayer.